Are you too busy with meetings and emails to actually get the work done? Do you feel that you don't have any control and that the days are always slipping away from you? Talk about the seven ways that we can take back control and start performing again. Hello everyone and welcome to the Athlete Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lee Eldridge. In this podcast, we'll be talking to elite coaches, practitioners, athletes, and high achievers about how to improve performance. We'll be covering topics such as training, improving your sport, work, and overall life. I hope you enjoy the show today. Please feel free to leave a review. But before we start talking about the seven ways to take back control, I want you to stop and close your eyes and imagine that you are an athlete, a professional athlete heading into training. You can picture your favorite sports star or athlete. And I want you to think about what their day would look like. Would it be planned, unplanned? Would it be optimized for performance? The chances are, of course, yes, that I'd imagine or I know that their day is pretty much planned out exactly what they're going to be doing and when they're going to do it to optimize performance. But the problem that we have is that in work or in life, we don't do this very well. We kind of let things happen to us and we lose this sense of control. And this can obviously lead to anxiety, a reduction in performance, a plethora of things that don't help us in any way. So here are the seven ways to take back control and start performing again. Number one, understanding your most important tasks. Out of all of the seven things, this has to be done. And this is the differentiator between high performers and people trying to become high performers. High performers know exactly what they need to be doing and how they're going to do it. And they take the time to sit down and plan out what are their most important tasks for that day, that week, that month. And they spend time making sure that they have time to do those. There's no point rushing around and working harder and harder and harder if you are not working on the right things. This is clearly evidential in all the work that we see across industries in business and in sports. Number two, plan your day and week. What we need to do is we need to sit down and plan out what we're going to do during the day and the week to ensure that we give ourselves time to get these tasks done. Now, there's a side note to this that even if we plan things out, things might change. This is being agile in business or in sport, agility means a change of direction. But if you don't spend five to ten minutes planning out your week, things are never going to get done. And you need to be able to plan out time for your most important tasks, your physical activity, making sure that you go to bed on time. All those things that build healthy habits and high performance habits are crucial. And the way that you're going to do that is by spending that time once a week or every day before the next day to plan it out. Number three, perform your most important tasks. So you've planned it, you understand what you need to do, now you need to go and do it. This, for me, has been the biggest game changer for CEOs, senior business leaders, and high performers in general. They know what they need to do and they go and get it done. And they give themselves time to get it done. And what I mean by this is that they put aside 60 to 90 minutes of controlled environment, 
no notifications, no interruptions, to focus on that one or two tasks over the course of the 90 minutes. You need to work out when the best time for you to do it. Some people do it in the mornings, some people do it in the evenings or late afternoon. But the majority of people find that their best work kind of comes in the morning. You know, they should have recovered from a good night's sleep, they should be hydrated, they should be alert, ready to go and attack those tasks. Now, what do we go and do? Normally we start checking emails first thing in the day, which takes us off on a tangent, or we allow people to booking meetings with us to discuss their problems or more problems that might arise. And we get caught up because we want to help people. It's a human instinct. But what we need to be doing is being very controlled in our attack of these tasks. And it's okay to say, look, I need to get this done. I'm not going to be available for this time and block out your calendar. And by doing that consistently over the course of the weeks and months, you are going to see your performance increase exponentially. Grouping tasks together and time blocking. Of course, we cannot not answer emails or we cannot not go to meetings. But what we should be trying to do is, is block or put those tasks together. So we create in our plan you know, 30 minutes to maybe check emails so that we are not constantly checking emails during the course of the day. What we're doing is we're giving ourselves time to focus on one task and do it. It's quite simple. And this might be the same for meetings. For example, you might have or try and only have meetings between the hours of 11 and 3 if possible. So that what you're trying to do is you, you put them together. If you need to complete a task of writing, then you put all your writing together. Like for example with me is that I, I want to make these videos and I want them to make them as best as I can. So what I do is I put all the video stuff together so that I'm in that frame of mind and I get into my flow and things feel easier and I perform my best. And that's the way that we need to do it. So adding that structure into your day allows you to focus on the things that you need to focus on. Number five. And this is going to be a tough one to do, but we need to do it. Saying no. Again, I go back. We all like to say yes. We all like to be the hero in the situation. We all like to fix people's problems. It's a natural response and it's a humanistic thing that we do. The problem is that we are spreading ourselves so thin by saying yes. Now, what I don't mean is just in work by agreeing to do things for those managers or your colleagues. What I mean is we do it across every aspect of our life, whether that's sports, whether that's meetings, whether that's your recreational activities. We keep saying yes. If we say yes to one thing, we have to say no to another. If we don't say no to another, we spread ourselves so thin. And what we now need to understand is that to become a high performer, we need time to go deep into a certain subject, into a certain topic. But if we keep saying yes to loads of things, we are unable to do that. Obviously, there's a caveat to that, that we have to develop our communication skills because sometimes what we are communicating is not being communicated. And what I mean by that is how we say things and what we say 
the perception of that might be taken back or might be understood in a different way. And this is the art of communication. And work on it. Develop a relationship with your managers, with your colleagues, and understand the way to turn around and say it. So it's not going to be like, no way, I'm not doing that. It could be like, I'd really like to help you, but I just need to focus on these tasks. Once I've done those tasks, I'll revisit it and see if I can help you or I should be able to help you. And all you're doing is you're kind of deflecting it or you are saying no, but in the right way. Number six, review your performance. Again, if I go back right to the start of the video and I ask you to imagine that you're a professional athlete, they are constantly reviewing their performance. And I'm not just talking about on a match or in a competition, I'm talking about during training all the time. Whether that's in the gym, whether that's on the pitch, whether that's on the track. We're always reviewing athletes' performance because we're trying to find out what is working and what is not. If we don't take that responsibility for ourselves, nothing's going to happen. What we need to do is at the end of each day, ideally, and at least at the end of each week, is sit down and review what's gone well. What do we need to improve? What could we have done better? And think about all the areas that you're looking to perform, whether that's in the gym, whether that's nutrition, whether that's at work, whether that's at relationships, whatever it might be, and just say to yourself, what could I be doing better? Because the top performers or high performers set standards and processes that they adhere to, and they adhere to them for not just days and weeks, but months and years over time, and that builds up momentum, compound interest and compound improvement, and that's what helps. And the only way that we learn is by reviewing and getting feedback. Now, we can't get feedback all the time from colleagues or friends, but we can get internal feedback and we can learn about what we need to do to improve. The last point, and one that might surprise you, we need to take breaks. We cannot be 100% hardcore all the time and expect our performance to be as good as it can be. That's why I've touched over the course of the last points about planning your day, making sure that you have peak hours of work. Then, after that, you need to take some recovery, whether that's getting outside or whether that's reading a book, whatever it might be, something to completely change your focus and allow you to rest and reset for the next bout of work. If you were that professional athlete heading into that training ground, there's no way that you would be training from 9 o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the evening as hard as possible. There's so many risks that come with that. Injury, reduced performance, boredom, lack of motivation. There's so many that we need to stay away. And the way that we do that is by making sure that we have these moments and then longer periods of time of recovery. And by doing that, we get into that kind of undulating, what we call undulating periodization, where we'll have moments of high work and moments of low work. Thanks for watching the video. I hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting. My final, final point is that you are the only person that can take back control. Nobody's gonna help you, nobody's gonna give it to you. In this video, I've outlined seven ways that I think that people can use to help take back that control. There's a link in the description to our peak performance test. 
where we break down all the different areas of performance. You can rate yourself and see which areas you might want to focus on first regarding control. As always, we appreciate your support by clicking the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't, more videos coming, and from me, as always, progression over perfection.